Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All righty, welcome back. Another warm welcome for Ross. Welcoming music for Ross Tucker, who's been uh, played everywhere, done everything. I want to welcome you back to the morning show. And Ross, we got to ask you about an injury. We are all worried about Lane Johnson. Um, in different sports, that injury can affect you in different ways. I've watched guys play through it, but I've never seen a guy play through it, at least in hockey, where it didn't affect his performance um, through a year. Where it, in other words, it needed surgery afterwards. You've gone through this uh, this problem before? Uh, yeah, very similar, actually. And um, I actually checked with um, a doctor uh of my a friend of mine that was in the NFL for a long time um, to get his opinion on it, and he said the torn adductor for Lane is very similar to a sports hernia, mm-hmm. so they're very comparable. It's kind of like in the their hernia family, which is essentially you have a tear in your abdominal wall, and you know no injury is exactly the same. And the doctor was even asking me whether it was the left side or right side because it kind of makes a difference for Lane as a right tackle a little bit. Uh, The way I described it, so I I had that, and I actually was able to play through it my entire senior year of college. I I did it before the season. And um, the way I described it to people is I could play in the games. Mm Mm-hmm. But I kind of felt like I was wearing a girdle. Does that make sense? Like, I just felt a little bit, like, restricted and stiff. Not like, I I just wouldn't feel quite as fluid. Have you ever worn a girdle? Um, I've worn a football girdle. That's that's what I thought. Yeah, 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 I've worn a football girdle. But it it just kind of felt like like that, right? And and then... Slightly uh, uncomfortable? Yes, okay. yeah, yeah, slightly uncomfortable, but more like um more just like you feel a little stiffer in everything you do. You just don't feel quite as fluid. And it's interesting because one of the reasons why I was such a bottom of the barrel prospect coming out of, of Princeton was people were like, Yeah, he's kinda stiff. <laughs> and and by the way, that that is true. But I do think the hernia probably uh, did they know you had a hernia or, sh- did, or did you? No, keep that no. Quiet? When they watched me on video, they didn't know that. And then I had, um, then I had a, a surgery at Rutgers, December seventh, right after my season, and I couldn't do anything for two months. 
And then it's February 7th, and, like, I had missed some scouts coming to school. I went to Rutgers to do my pro day because they don't come to Princeton for a pro day. <laughs> and my numbers were terrible. But my agent told me – it was like it was like March 3rd. I'd only been training for, like, three weeks, but he, he said I needed to prove I was healthy. So I proved I was healthy and a terrible athlete. <laughs> so I was lucky to even get an opportunity. But um, I think Lane will be able to play. I think The thing I tell people, though, that was really weird about it is after I would play on Saturday, the next two or three days, like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I felt like the whole rest of my body was carrying around my right leg. Hmm. So my sports hernia, and by the way, so a sports hernia is when you have a tear in your abdominal wall, but it's not like poking out like a, mm-hmm. like a regular hernia, right? It's not like an, whatever they call it, inguinal hernia mm-hmm. or whatever, the one the doctor checks for. So anyway, I had the surgery, and um, when they did the surgery, they said it was very clear what was bothering me. I had a tear, and so they kind of pushed some stuff back in, and they sewed me up inside. Then they sewed me up outside. But I felt like I was carrying my leg around. So I guess if, if Lane's – um, if Lane is the same as me, if his is really similar to me, I think he'll be able to play, and I think he will be effective. He might just not be all pro Lane. Uh, but I've also played with guys that had like a, a torn, torn oblique, and they went out there and tried to play, and like one of the first few plays, it just totally went on them, and they weren't able to play anymore. So I will take a, you know – 80, I'll take a 70, little, 80% yes, lane. Yes, yeah. I'll take a little bit stiffer lane any day of the week, please. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, him coming, you're just as explosive with that injury? Um, no, I don't think he'll be quite as explosive because one of the things that makes lane lane and so good is watch lane and in a, in a pass set, watch how explosive he is out of his stance, mm-hmm. out of his set. The thing I always tell people about football in particular is, like, you pretty much win or lose the rep within, a lot of times, within your first two steps and initial quickness. Like, it is all about your initial explosive quickness, both for a D-line, D-line with their first step up the field and how explosive they are, and for an offensive lineman. When I was training in the offseason – Everything I did, guys, was how fast could I get my first two steps in, in the ground? Like how fast? Bam, 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 bam. Like I would work on that all day because I, I did a study, and, and coaches would tell you this. If you get your first two steps in the ground before you make contact, you very rarely lose the block because, you know, you've gotten the position you want to get to and you're, you've gotten where you want to go. It's when you don't get that second foot down. So uh, it's a good question now. I'm going to be really curious to see just how explosive out of his stance Lane is, which is why I think I would rather, I think I would rather have it be his right uh, side. Do mm-hmm. we know, Rhea, if um, it's his left or right? I don't know. I can find that out, though. Uh, we should be able to see the video. Was it the Cowboys game? Was that Was when he went down? the – he went down or in Bears? the Bears game, but came back and I think tried to play the Cowboys game. Yeah, and that's that's when I think. Well, Bear, yeah, 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 yes, you're right, you're right. So maybe one, maybe somebody knows that you can tweet us at Ross Tucker NFL or wh- why is your Twitter handle Al Nuff said? 
Um, not enough said. Enough said. It was. <laughs> I, I just like the t I like the term. It was. Got it. He, enough he, said. Enough said. McGreevy was a bartender. <laughs> so, oh, okay. So well, anyway, if someone knows if it's the right side or lane or left side for lane, that would actually be interesting to know. I think so. The right side is what he's kicking with, so you probably don't want if he's doing that over and over again. I don't love the idea of hmm. making the tear worse. But the left side is the is the leg he's actually pushing off of. So um, I actually got to talk to my doctor friend and, and ask him which one he thinks would be better or worse. How limited do you get at practice at, with that? Is there is, is there something you limit practice? I don't think you should practice at all. Hmm. So, I mean, like I, I would be very, very minimal at practice. Pretty sure he knows what he's doing at this point in his career. Yeah. Right. Like, like do the walkthroughs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I see no reason to aggravate that thing or make it worse or do anything other than he knows what he's doing mentally, be out there, be present. But I wouldn't want to, like I said, out after I played in the game for two or three days, like even walking around campus, it's like, um, you know, you need that muscle to help move your right leg. Mm -hmm. And because there was a tear there, it was like the rest of my body had to carry my right leg around while I was walking, and it was very uncomfortable. We don't want Lane to practice because we don't want him to feel that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, we want him to feel as good as possible for the game, and then if he feels that way Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, fine. Did All you right. take, um, you know, any painkillers, medication, whatever, before games? No, but that's a great question. I don't remember. I, I certainly didn't do a shot or, like, tore yeah. all or any of the stuff that it Lane will do. It doesn't sound like you, know, he'll, you think that'll happen. Well, yes. Yeah. Okay. You know, you know, this was the late '90s, and it was Princeton, and they just weren't like doing stuff like that, no. right? Oh God, Whereas no, not Indiana, at Princeton. No, they just weren't <laughs> doing stuff like that. It just wasn't. Yeah, it that's wasn't not, done. That yeah. is not the Ivy League football culture. <laughs> uh, but then it's funny because I went in the NFL, and my rookie year, I saw a lot of guys taking shots. Now I was inactive, so I was like, I wonder what that is. And then my first game, my second year. I'm starting for Washington, and I hurt my neck. We're playing the Niners in Japan in a preseason game, Osaka, Japan, and I'm starting. And I said to the team doctor, I'm like, hey, can I get one of those shots that the guys were getting last year? Because my, <laughs> my neck is killing me. And they're like, I don't even know if we brought them. Like, Ross, it's only a preseason game. And I'm like, hey, Doc, I'm a second-year undrafted free agent from Princeton. <laughs> I have to play. Who, who's yeah, yeah. starting. This is my Super Bowl. Yeah, like, true. this is my chance to earn a starting job. So let me just tell you guys, he gave me a shot of Tordal, which is like a whole – they put the shot in your butt, and it's a whole body mm -hmm. um, anti-inflammatory. Wow. I played unbelievable. <laughs> I felt awesome. My neck thing totally went away. I played unbelievable. But the problem with that after the fact is um, – as a football player, there's always something bothering you. But once you are aware of a Tordal shot and what it does for you, like let's say you got a sprained elbow, right, yeah. or you got a banged up hand, like why would you not take the thing, take the shot that helps you feel a lot better while you're out there? You know what I mean? So then it becomes addicting is not the right word, but as a professional football player, you're going to do whatever you can to yeah. perform your best, and part of that is feeling as good as you possibly can. Long-winded way, I think, of saying that I am guessing 
um, Lane will yeah. do something to try to allow him to play uh, – through three more football games this year. All right, let's go back to the board here. Way out in Colorado, we got Bob from Boulder. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Bob. I think Bob oh, having trouble with the line from Colorado. That's actually the first time I had a long distance problem. Usually not that bad. We have Glenn from Center City. Good morning, Glenn. All right, man. What's going on, baby? What's happy, up, happy, happy, happy day. What's up, baby? What's happening? Listen here. I have to ask my man, Ross Tucker, why do they have a 10-second runoff? Because um, the clock would have kept running in that situation. So the 10-second runoff is when there's a penalty or a replay review that stops the clock that otherwise wouldn't have stopped the clock. So, like, you can't – so let's say you want to – Let's say you want to, um, you're on offense and you want to stop the clock, but you don't have any timeouts left or something. Right, you right. Can't just, you can't just get a, an intentional penalty so that the clock stops. You know what gotcha. I mean? If gotcha, the clock, gotcha. now, now listen, if it's an incomplete pass or the guy got it, went out of bounds, it doesn't exist because the clock stopped. They only right. have the 10 second runoff if the clock otherwise would have kept moving right. in the situation. So, so it's good for, for teams to keep a timeout in their back pocket just in case there's a close game and it comes down to the clock management. Well, absolutely, well, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and another thing, I've been seeing a lot of uh, illegal man downfield penalties when the guy hasn't been downfield. Shouldn't they put an electrical fence for the offensive lineman there? <laughs> <laughs> that That is a discipline thing. Right. It's difficult with – in the RPO era, it is difficult because – the offensive line is taught to block run. Right. And so those guys are blocking run, and a lot of times it's on the quarterback because if he's going to throw it rather than give it to the running back, he's got to do it fast. He's yeah. got to do it right away. Yeah. It, it's supposed right, to be right, the right. quarterback's job to get rid of the ball before a lineman gets downfield, but the Eagles happen to have some really good and really uh, athletic offensive linemen. I do think – I do think they should be a little bit more aware of it than they've been this year. And in particular, I was disappointed by Landon on Sunday because there was absolutely no reason for him to do that. It was ticky-tack, but it was right. Correct? It was the the factually correct call. That should have been called. Right. That (laughs) probably should have been called. But also, Landon should never put him in that position. Because he's had that call on him a couple times yeah, a couple, this year. Yeah, a bunch of times. So yeah. he needs to be more aware of that, especially in that situation, because he wasn't even really going to block anybody. He was just kind of <laughs> like looking at a guy. Yeah, I hate to see it when it's on like the two-yard line to be illegal downfield. I know. You can't much <laughs> further downfield can you be? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, even if it was a run play, right? Yeah. He, they were on the two-yard line. Yeah. So even if it was a run play. Where are you he was, going? He went to the goal line to block it. Hey, Landon, that guy's not making the tackle before a touchdown anyway at that <laughs> yeah, point. <exactly>. You know? <laughs> right. All right, Glenn, you got anything that you have with milk? Did anybody say peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Nobody has Ooh, said that I yet. Like that. that is obvious. That goes with anything. And you, my friend, did indeed. You got a prize. You got number nine. You got the fifty dollars gift card to Nabrasa Brazilian Steakhouse, or at the or the or the Iron Abbey in Horsham. Check them out at nabrasa.com or ironabbey.com. And All right. When we come back, Ross, we just got done talking about Lane. I want to get your thoughts on what Jalen looked like in the last game. 
whether you think he was more seriously injured and whether or not Nick Sirianni should be shouting from the rooftops that he hurt like hell during the game. Yeah, really. I'm curious about that when we come back. All right, Larry, Greg, Dennis, Nate, everybody else. Time of 94 WIP is 816. Brought to you by MHS Lift. Well, Nick Sirianni doesn't want to say yes, but he is really hopeful. Josh Sweat will play in 11 or 12 days when the divisional rounds of the playoffs kick off. Sweat injured his neck in the Saints loss a couple weeks ago. Sirianni thinks Sweat is trending in the right direction. Of course, the Eagles do have a bye this week, so getting that extra week of rest is helpful. Sirianni acknowledging Jalen Hurts was sore coming out of the Giants game. His first after missing two straight games with a shoulder injury. MHS Lift is hiring for experienced technicians. Looking to join a winning team with great culture and leadership? Visit MHSLift.com today. That's MHSLift.com. NBC 10 first alert forecast. Some sun early, becoming cloudy with a high of 46. To stream 94 WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP. <laughs> that ought to be familiar, Ross. Three cheers oh, for man. old Nassau. That is awesome. <laughs> you know what? I'm glad Joe's doing all this because, you know, we all hope the Eagles season goes for a long time. But, yes. Uh, or at least, what, three or four more weeks. But you never know. And then, so what's the deal? When when the Eagles lose, Angelo does till the next Thursday. The and next then Friday. Friday. They talked him yeah. into another oh, day. Uh, I think it was 40 grand. to the next friday okay because because that because my uh my wednesday fill-ins or days are limited so i don't know at most we have what another another month so we gotta enjoy maybe yeah we've got the bye week here coming up with bonus week bonus week so we need the eagles to keep winning for for me and for the (laughs) listeners yeah that's what that's we get our priorities straight here you always like when uh when certain things are happening uh, in games and stuff like that sometimes, my uh, my son will say, who are you rooting for? And I go, me. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I root for, yeah. No I overtime. I always say that. Yeah. I always say that. I always say, like, when they're playing these games, because I, I much prefer to not have to fly yep. to um, yep. games I'm broadcasting. So I yeah. wanted the Bills to have number one seed yeah. and, and the Eagles so that, you know, Westwood one would put me either driving up to Buffalo or driving to Philly. I, I like I root for the Ravens to win the AFC yeah. North so I can just drive down to Baltimore. And I I told I tell people I'm like, do you think all these players and coaches know that they're all out in the field just determining my personal That's logistics? Right. That's all they That's care what about. This is all about. That's what it's about. All right, Abe, we got our question of the day update. I do, and it's brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Minor fender bender or major accident. Armin Chevrolet's collision center will make it right. Find a road to ArminChevy.com. Do you like taco soup? 52% say no. No. There you go. Good. I'm not Obviously, a- we did that because Nick Sirianni referenced uh, the process to making taco soup. That's right. Wife likes it. Kids don't. He wants Okay, I have a up. question. What, yes. what are we considering the standard um, ingredients in taco soup? Well, I would assume that it would be ground beef. Uh, yep. Beans, like kidney beans, beans yeah. maybe yeah, chili. Uh, th- we're, we're two uh, for two so okay, far. Um, Love both of those. Uh, onions, uh, but I would di- for me they got to be diced up real small because I'm not a, a big onion fan, but I get the flavor. Um, seasoning, like Mexican, like taco seasoning. Yeah, and soup. <laughs> um, and 
And uh, <laughs> no, well, you have to have uh, like diced tomatoes to to make you know kind of get the the one I had. I couldn't stand. It was so. It's the first time I ever had it. it was this week. It's ironic. And I just didn't even yeah. eat it. And then, and then on the top, you've got the jalapenos. You've got the cheese. Yeah. No, I don't see. I, I don't like jalapenos. I'm not a big tomato guy. But the other stuff, the um, you know everything else you said, like the the beans and the beef. Yeah. Who doesn't like that? Then you put a bunch of Fritos in there. That's delicious. <laughs> yes. No, I don't like any soup where if you put a straw in it, it would stand up. I oh. mean, I mean <laughs> I don't know. I, well, by the looks of this recipe. It still has. It is a. It's still brothy, but just has a lot of substance. Ground beef, olive oil, onion, uh, jalapeno, canned diced tomatoes with green chilies, beef broth, tomato huh. sauce, chili pepper, cumin, dry ranch dressing. You can use frozen corn. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking just, of uh, Russ. I'm thinking of tr- trying to make it today and bringing it in tomorrow and making Al eat it. N- you know what I think is funny, Ria? But, you know what I was just gonna say. But, if if Sirianni was smart, yeah. he he would get like the uh, the Eagles cafeteria oh, folks and have them make it for to the players. make taco soup yes. for the players or or the media like at the next media availability <laughs> like they they all go into that room where they can ask questions and in the back there's just this huge yeah. thing of taco soup no, and I, if it was I, really yeah. smart to go over to Bridge to Campbell's and say sign me up <laughs> that's a great <laughs> point yeah. Al. yes how I, I mean why is Sean McVay getting <laughs> the Campbell's exactly. commercials Do you that re- guy's trying to peace out on the Rams I Sirianni buy in yeah. a million years that Sean McVay is eating Campbell's soup exactly no. it's like yeah. eats Campbell's yes. soup. yes You're so thank right. you yeah. thank yeah. get mcveigh out of here that's uh, right have you ever had a walking taco ross uh, absolutely Walk- love walking tacos so walking taco is you actually build the taco inside a fritos bag so when you get a fritos bag they open it up they put the ground beef they put the sour cream they put whatever you want in it and you eat it with a fork out of the bag like with crushed okay, i love if you're walking so tacos busy in your life that you can't sit down oh, to eat a taco but oh you can God. eat it out of a free why don't bag? you just get a feed bag yeah. <laughs> um it's just a fun <laughs> thing it's just a fun and it's thing, good right? for like thanks, at a high school football thanks, game thanks ross and it is, it's actually very easy for people to do and uh it's a good go-to snack Maybe after you're a little in- intoxicated, uh, I know that there was. Oh, a s- that is certainly an a- that is a two a.m. meal. Yeah, right oh, one hundred percent. No would, doubt, there would be a stand outside of like the OD. People, I don't know like- if this makes sense or not, but McVeigh's too pretty to eat soup. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> you are a hundred percent. You know what correct. I mean? It, there He's- is there is no scenario in my mind where Nick's uh, where Sean McVeigh is in a kitchen. Popping open the lid, no. pouring the tomato soup in, <laughs> getting milk in his fridge, and stirring it properly so you don't have lumps in the soup. No, oh. McVeigh, McVeigh eats like sushi. Yeah, yeah, you, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like McVeigh is not Lots eating of kale. Lots not, of kale. McVeigh yeah. is not eating chicken noodle soup. Or no. they they need to they seriously need to ditch McVeigh because he's yeah. about to ditch the Rams. Yeah, and, and, and Sirianni. And I can just picture Sirianni. Like, remember McNabb's mom was in the commercials? Yes. He could. I, I can totally see Sirianni's mom. Like, I would believe Sirianni's oh, mom no, makes totally soup. Oh, no, I would totally believe that. Oh, absolutely. No. I, Western I was, New York, Jamestown, New York, with uh, three boys, Italian family. Yeah. She makes the crap out of soup. I <laughs> guarantee it. <laughs> All right. Wait, I will tell you, I know Ross's mom probably makes good soup, and I know some woman who would like to have it. Oh, uh, yeah? He's already got... Ross's. Hey, 
By the way, I, I texted um I texted my mom, yep. yes. my aunt Debbie, and my uncle Mike, yes. and um my mom's like, yes, I remember him. Uh, I think Debbie still talks with him. <laughs> and then I said, I said, well, he just called in, mom, and said that he that he had a crush on you and you were gorgeous. And then Aunt Debbie said, yeah, he was a good quarterback for us. <laughs> and then um. My mom, my mom has the Odyssey app. Look, I'll yeah. do, look, look, watch this. Hey, Rod Lakin, if you're listening, watch this, okay? My mom has the Odyssey app, which she Ooh. loves. So she's in Florida, okay? Mm-hmm. And I told her it was like 7.32 a.m. or whatever that this Brian Salsano called in from Allentown. So my mom, on the Odyssey app, went back to 7.32 a.m. She, she did the rewind. She, she did the rewind. She heard Brian Salsano and she texted me, and she's like, "That I love it. That was hysterical. That was amazing. So long-winded way of me saying, get the Odyssey app. And I don't even get money for that, but get the Odyssey yeah. app. Ross, I did send you the clip to your email, um, but it's titled, Your Mom's Hot. <laughs> Stay away from that. All right, I will, uh, I'll send it to uh, my mom, but she already listened to it, which is good. All right. Lots of people like lined up for you like the FAA trying to get planes off uh, here. That's to get, not happening <laughs> today. To get, yeah, not going anywhere today, Ross. Let's well, go. What to, happened? What oh, happened? no, the FAA oh, shut down everything. Some grounded. computer glitch. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I would lose my mind. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know what's weird? Is it bad that... When it's a day that I'm not flying, I'm like a little bit happy. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's like, thank goodness it's not me and it happens yeah, to other not people. You, yeah. Sorry, other people. Yeah, nobody's going anywhere, right? Larry in Springfield. Good morning, Larry. Man, I'll tell you, Ross's mom's got it going <laughs> on. All right, listen, you don't even know her, okay? Now we're going a little bit too far. She sounds fetching, though. She sounds really good. I'm a single guy. Is this eHarmony? Is this eHarmony I've been listening to for the last hour? Or Sports Radio? <laughs> Nothing wrong with those websites, by the way. I got multiple college teammates that are studs that found their wives on, on online. So uh, yep. I highly recommend doing that. Okay, all right. Well, maybe I'll try that. Uh, but anyway, uh, taco soup sucks. All right? Taco soup sucks. Jeez. Oh, I'm a meat and potatoes guy. Give me a filet mignon and a baked potato, and I'm well, happy. there you go. Well, oh, my gosh. You can have soup with Good that. comparison, Larry. <laughs> filet to taco you, soup. Totally got? in the same category there, Larry. <laughs> I, 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 well, I, ain't eating, I ain't eating food out of a bag like a horse. I mean, come on. <laughs> Larry, you're awesome. Don't <laughs> knock it until you rock it, Larry. You've never done it, I can tell. <laughs> what, uh, what do you got on the uh, Eagles, Larry? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sirianni, I thought he was playing a uh, coach like, uh, like uh, what's his name? Uh, Jillian's Hurts. Hurts wasn't hurt. hurt. And I thought maybe he wasn't really hurt. But he was actually hurt, huh? Oh, no. He, yeah, what's your yeah. thoughts on that, Ross? Because uh, Sirianni was very open yesterday that he was hurt like hell and he's really sore. And I don't know if he's, like, kind of sandbagging people or he's being too open about him being hurt. I think he's being too open. Yeah, that I'm worries not, me. I'm not, uh, not a big fan of that. So what Sirianni is trying to do is he's trying to support his player, which he always does, which I think is one of the reasons, by the way, why the guys love him, 
you know, he's always like wearing their T-shirts, mm-hmm. you know, for their different causes. He's always supporting his players, and and I think, you know, it wasn't Jalen's best game, and I think he wanted everybody to know how how much he loves Jalen, how he was hurt, how he fought through it for the team. I think that's what he was trying to get across, but that makes me even. If if I'm playing the Eagles, I'm in going the playoffs, right after that shoulder. Yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. th- this is not this is a really serious business. Like the, these guys, they're going to play the Eagles in the divisional round. If they win that game, they're one game away from the yeah. Super Bowl. So they're not messing around. Remember what happened to Jim Miller when Hugh Douglas crushed him? Oh my him? God, crushed him! That yep. totally changed that whole game. I mean, Shane Matthews came in and played terrible. I think with Jim Miller. I don't know that the Eagles win that game. What was that, 2001? Yeah, and they didn't th- find Hugh, and he got fined later, and he's actually down the hallway, and I, I love to bring that up to him because he's still mad about it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, know, I don't know that he would have uh, – I don't know the Eagles would have won that game. So I, I point that out. It's a good question. I point that out to say I don't know that I would have been so open about how much he's still hurting. Not that they're not going to try to hit him anyway, but, boy, now you really want to try to – drive him into the ground on that shoulder again. I know that sounds barbaric to some people yeah. listening no, and that's like that's what you do. But this yeah, I mean, this is, Yeah, this is how it is. Oh, absolutely. And it and plus with all the gambling stuff now, it, I th- yep. the fact that they're oh, so open that he really oh, is hurting. Didn't the Dolphins line just change Ross so cuz everybody's thinking yeah. two is going to play? Um, I got to check on that actually. I Did thought it? it went from like 11 to 9 like super quick. That's when you know. I'm going to look at it right now because it was 10 and a half yesterday. Oh, it was 10 and a half yesterday. And on the Even Money betting podcast, I took the Dolphins plus 10 and a half. Now it's down to plus nine. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys are familiar, but that's that's called closing line value. Now, by the way, that'll shoot right back up if it comes out that he's not playing. Yeah. Um, But that's a tell, right? Well, that doesn't mean. That doesn't mean anybody has inside information. Okay. That just means that's what people are thinking right Got now. Okay. And based on what they're thinking right now, that's how they're betting it. But that line will go back up above double digits if they announce that two is out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but clearly some people think there's a decent chance he's going to play. All right, do Larry. you guys want to see him play? Uh, no, I do. Not this year. No. I want to see nope. him. I, don't, I, I, mean, think I, mean, I think he should rest, man. That guy's head. He, totally he agree, rest. Larry. Yep. Well, I, I want to see him play. <laughs> I just want to see him play. Yeah, Al doesn't Al, care. Al, he's, <laughs> he's a hockey player. Get him out there. You're a horrible human being. I am not. I just would like uh, you to, you know, we only have a couple weeks left together. I'd like to reinforce <laughs> it every time I see you. That's right. <laughs> All right. Larry, do you, Larry, do you have anything that goes good with milk? Yeah, with milk, I uh, put uh, Hershey's uh, Hershey's chocolate. chocolate right so- uh, we already had that, so sorry about that. We already had the. I get the pre-built. Is that called pre-built chocolate milk? Pre-made. Pre-made chocolate milk. I don't go go about that. Yeah, Ross. He was like found it weird that I have Hershey's syrup in my fridge with the milk, and we make our own chocolate milk. Yeah, no, the- that a lot of people do that. Yeah, that, the- that's not weird. Yeah, do you, I, I got something weird for you. What? Do you think it's weird now? I think, you know, in my family, my mom always just had skim milk for whatever, right? Yeah. Um, and 
But sometimes I, that, I your didn't. mom had skim milk because she's hot and had to <laughs> stay that way. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I um, sometimes we would have ice cream, right? Yeah. yeah. But I didn't just want ice cream. I kind of wanted it to be like more like a milkshake or more soupy a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, is it weird that I would pour some skim milk onto the ice cream no you could just change add more up ice the cream consistency because it was you know you add more ice cream because you're saving on the calories with the skim milk um, right but i would change it because but but my, i remember my one high school girlfriend said that she thought that was gross because she thought skim milk and ice cream are like you know ice cream's like 100 percent milk fat or whatever uh, yeah, it is why right would you put skim whereas milk skim on milk because that's all i had oh that's oh. the only milk I had to and try to make it more like your, a milkshake. Only your high school girl. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah, I, got, I had to I had to get rid of her. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go down to Atlanta, talk to Greg when we get back, and Dennis and Nate, everybody else. Time of ninety four WIP. It's eight thirty seven. Need a new game plan for your kitchen or bathroom? Check out. What? what? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Sing it, Ross. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you never get over this. People will never get over that. Does not like not Prince. a not a big Prince fan. I think Prince is fine. Yeah, I don't think he's in the same stratosphere as Taylor Swift. Oh We've been God. over okay, this. Okay, I know. We can't get it. We can't <laughs> go over that again. All right, I want to ask you about the games coming up this weekend. Okay. So, who uh, of you know the teams that the Eagles could play? Who do you think they will play? Who do you want them to play? You know what? That's so wild that you asked that, Rhea, because I honestly think – I mean, first of all, the Seahawks are not beating the 49ers, yeah. so you can just forget about that yeah. one. The Eagles are not going to play the Seahawks. That would be like one of the biggest upsets yeah. in, in recent NFL history. Would that be bigger than – was it New Orleans over Seattle many years ago? Remember? Wasn't that like a huge upset? I think it's the opposite that or, Seattle uh, beat New Orleans. Seattle over New Orleans, okay. Yes, yeah, Seattle made the playoffs at seven and nine. Gotcha. And New Orleans was like twelve and four, and that was the uh, Marshawn Lynch yeah. Beastquake game. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's actually interesting. The Seahawks are only, quote unquote, only nine and a half point underdogs right now. You know, I, I kind of would have thought that would be higher, but I think they played to an eight point game recently, so maybe that's why. Uh, but that's not happening. But here's what's wild. Both the Giants-Vikings, and if the Giants beat the Vikings, that's who the Eagles mm-hmm. will play. Yeah. And Cowboys-Bucks, those are really tight spreads. Giants are getting three points on the road in a dome in Minnesota, which essentially means they think the teams are pretty even, you know, because the home team nowadays probably gets about two and a half points or whatever. And then the Bucks are getting two and a half at home against the Cowboys, which definitely means they think the Cowboys are about a five-point better team. But still, I think both those games, in my mind, are like toss-up games. I, I think it's a, you know, and obviously so do the betting lines, but I think it's a field goal game either way. So it's probably about a third, a third, a third that it could be the Eagles playing the Giants, the Cowboys, or the Bucks. Wow. I, I guess I would lean – I'd probably lean to the Vikings a little bit against the Giants straight up. I'm not talking about with the spread, but straight up. And I would probably lean a little bit to the Cowboys just because I don't think the Bucks have been very good this year. But I won't be surprised in the slightest 
if the Giants win or if the Bucks win. How will you feel? It's weird because if the Giants win, mm-hmm. the Monday night game immediately becomes irrelevant mm-hmm. for Eagles fans. Yeah. I, I guess other than I guess every Eagles fan will just root against the Cowboys. Well, yes, of course. <laughs> um, although, you know what? I think most Eagles fans will probably root against the Cowboys anyway because deep down they're like a little bit is it fair to say a little bit scared of them or a little bit yeah, because nervous? Yeah, you, you don't know which team you're – are you getting the Dallas team that could be really yeah. good or the one that can't? I mean, they're, they're very inconsistent. Yeah, I think that's fair. So I think, um, I think it's about, Al, like in my mind, a 33% chance almost that it's any one of those three, which is why – it's usually not like that. Which is the best one for the Eagles to face in advance? Definitely not the Cowboys in my mind. I think it's either the Bucks or the Giants. And it sounds weird, but I, I think I'd rather play the Bucks. Yeah, that's I think that's I'd rather I'm play the Bucks and the Giants. Daniel Jones uh is fast. Brian Dable and can and can make some plays with his legs. The Giants, you know, they didn't play a lot of guys and they were still able to kind of hang with the Eagles. To, uh, you gotta think that would be give them some confidence when they had Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams and Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones out there. And I think Dayball is a really good coach for the Giants who might be able to come up with something. Whereas I don't think. Do they have the talent though? I mean, I just, I mean, I'm talking about the, the talent that the Eagles have. Not even close. Yeah. And, and they're the least talented of, of these three teams as well. Did, did, was it difficult for the players? I know every time you're asked in any sport, we don't care who we're going to play. Is it difficult not to actually have a, a favored or a, 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 guy, a team you want to play? Fair question, Al. Um, they don't really care because mm-hmm. they just want to win and go to the Super Bowl and whatever. But I'm sure, like, if, if they were being honest and, like, just talking to, you know, their family members or whatever, they might have somebody that they want to play. And it might be – some of that might be team. Some of that might be personal. Yeah. You know, like Landon Dickerson might not really feel like going against Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams. Yeah. You know, he might be like, yeah, let's play the Cowboys or the Bucks. <laughs> I'd prefer that. So there might be a uh, a personal situation matchup issue there. Is Jacksonville better than Minnesota? <laughs> um, why is that the comparison? I don't because I'm just wondering when I look at power rankings now, I, oh, okay. I, I actually look and I'm like, you know what? That team, you really the the job he's done there. I just the what, Jags. I yeah, mean, yeah. Well, for, uh, do you think they beat the Chargers this weekend? Um, I I took the Chargers. Ah. Yeah, I I think it's a good game. I feel like, I kind of feel like Chargers are a little more talented. They've been good for the last few years. This is their chance to kind of break through and, and they kind of have to. The, the Jags are on their way up. Yeah, you know, but, right. But the and Chargers the, have to. I feel like last Saturday was like the Jags Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they won the division. It was exciting fashion. The stadium went crazy. I think that they're poised for, and I know it's a playoff game and all that, but I kind of feel like they've already exceeded expectations, whereas the Chargers need to win a playoff game. But are you asking, Al, you're asking, are the Jags better than just in the up and down power? Yeah, because I looked at the power ranks, and I'm looking, how far have they fallen? (laughs) The Vikings? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you know, a lot of that is like advanced statistics, and they do point differential, and the Vikings actually, I think, 
they they might have had they might still be a negative point differential for the wow. year. I don't know if that's the case or not. How many like what one score games <laughs> that was like six or seven of them they had? Uh, last I checked, yeah. they were eleven and zero. Yeah, in in one score wow. games. Jesus. But I would also say this: like they won thirteen games. Yeah. yeah, I mean they're they're thirteen and four. Let me look up their point. Oh yeah, so that think about this in your head, okay? The Vikings are thirteen and four. Their net point differential this year is minus three. <laughs> so their opponents scored more points than they did, but they went 13 and four. To put that in perspective, the Eagles are plus 133. The Niners are plus 173. Wow. The Cowboys are plus 125. So for the Vikings to be 13 and four, and be negative three yeah. is like unheard of. So it's when like, yeah, when you lose, you get TCU'd basically. Y- exactly. Yeah. Wow. But you know what I think about sometimes? Who cares how much you lose? Yeah, by? you lost. You know what I mean? Like it, it, as soon as you're gonna lose, who cares how much you lose by? Yeah, well, and and that point when you look at that, I mean, that's I guess when you're looking at numbers. But to me, you just if you got a guy that can win, you can win. Let's go to Greg down in Atlanta. He's been waiting for a bit. Hello, Greg. Hey, guys, how you doing? Great doing? day. And listen, uh, Al, I've listened to you for years. And Ross, first time I had a chance to listen to you. And Maria, the three of you, I think you should just come in every Wednesday morning anyway. We don't need five <laughs> days of the camera oh, no, back to back that. first thing in the morning, please. <laughs> no, those guys are going to do a they're great job. Great. They're going to do a great I, job. I know. Listen to you guys around the clock, and Joe does a great job, but I swear I learned more in the couple hours you guys talk and the questions you ask than, than probably the rest of the week, but uh, I really appreciate it. Um, I did want to ask about the Eagles real quick, but while it's part of the problem with when you were talking about high school sports and everything before, I was in, into now I'm an official for lacrosse and everything, and it's the parents that are pulling the kids away from these club teams because they think these kids are going to get these massive scholarships to colleges when – when it's only a couple thousand dollars and it's horrible because you try to, you try to build something in the high schools. Half the time, the kids don't know what they want to do when they get to college. They end, they end up not playing and just, you know, switching schools all the time. It's terrible. Yeah. I mean, that's a much longer conversation, yeah. but um, you can't engineer your kid to get a scholarship, especially like football, basketball. I mean, Division one football players, Division one basketball players, they stick out like sore thumbs. Yep. And it is they were born that way. I mean it's exactly. heavily, heavily genetics. And you, you can't manufacture that for your kid no matter how much you want to. And you end up paying more for the Listen, <laughs> listen, I, I, I freely admit this, okay? If I was six two, I wouldn't have none of this would have happened. My dad's five nine. If I was five eleven, like no. God made me six five to whatever and i could move well yep. like that's how it works it is my scouting report was small but slow <laughs> 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 all right greg anything else on uh, on the eagles yeah i really had a uh, quick question i do mm-hmm. have uh something to go with milk has anybody said oreos uh no oreos is a good one that's a, oh that's, that's number one classic yeah, that's an absolute yeah that's classic. number one yeah that's by the way do you know my daughters looked it up they know the exact amount of seconds mm-hmm. that you're supposed to put an Oreo, dip an Oreo in milk. What? 
There's a yeah, next I forget part. what it is. It's like 11 seconds. Like, you want to get to the point where it's soggy, <laughs> oh, no. but not but oh, not no. like starting to dissipate not, in oh, the no, milk. There's there, an no. absolute we are science. Not, no, there's we are a science to it, so right, Analytics Ross. is not ruining my milk and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Allie landed on 10. You what got you number get? 10. You got a $50 gift certificate oh. to Captain Chucky's Crab Cake Company. You just have to go to welovecrabcakes.com. All right, Russ, um, your, your picks for the weekend? I mean, just a, a lock, one lock. Uh, with the spread or straight up? Uh, with the spread, one lock. I know you've given some favorites, but if you would have said one lock, I don't one. Um, uh, <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to use now my money. Now that it's down to uh, now that it's down to nine points, Ooh. I guess I kind of like the Bills to cover. Um, now that that's down to nine points, but if it's over ten, I like the Dolphins. So, I, you know what? If I could take anybody, I think I would take the Giants, getting the three points. I, I have a feeling about the G-Men. All right, all right, Ross. Well, if I'm not back any other Wednesdays, it's been a blast working with you. Well, hopefully you will be, and hope. Well, listen, I'm at least back next Wednesday because yes. the Eagles don't even have a game this weekend. So. And if Angelo's staying until the Friday after, then we got at least two more weeks. All right. we can keep it rolling. All right. Let's try to keep it rolling. Thanks, right, Ross. Ross Tucker, All thanks right, for joining guys. us. All right. We're on the other side. We're going to talk some of that crab cake stuff when we they come back. They are visiting. They are visiting. And so I'm bringing that food in. We're going to get to everybody else. Dennis, Nate, Rick, Tom, Mike, everybody. Time of 94. WIP is 855.